Hey everybody, this is RJ Thompson uh, talking to you today with uh, another episode of the City View podcast. I'm here with Jayetta Jackson, or commonly known as Jay. Um, the spelling of your name throws people off, I'm sure. Yes, it's a combination of my mom and my dad's names. My, my dad's name was James, that's where they got the J-A from. Okay. And my mom's name is Mosetta, that's where they got the Etta, and they put the okay. two together. But it's spelled J-A-I-E-T-T-A. Yeah. They put the I in there. That's actually a really cool uh, origin story with your name. Uh, you know what's interesting is, even if it is mispronounced, like that still sound has a nice sound to it. But when it's mispronounced, it's mispronounced. I've yeah. been called Juanita, Jobetha, <laughs> Jaida. Juanita yeah. isn't even close. Neither is Jobetha. <clears throat> I don't know. There's no wow. B, no O. Wow. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so we're sitting here in your office in uh, second floor Bliss Hall in the uh, communications department. And uh, what is it you do here at YSU? I am a full-time instructor in the communications department. I teach a multiple, multiple different courses, um, interpersonal, intercultural, advanced interpersonal relationships. I also am the basic core director, basic course director, and I am in charge of about 40 faculty members, and I have to schedule them, answer any problems or issues that they have with that basic 1545 course. I help to uh, create the syllabus. and What's, all the, the, what's the class about? It's the basic speaking, the speech course that oh. every student has to take in order to graduate. Wow, okay. Right. Okay. So I'm in charge of making sure it runs efficiently and effectively. Now, is that a responsibility you took on yourself, or was that put on you? Um, it was a little two-sided. Okay. Uh, I have a wonderful chair, Adam Earnhardt, and so he's always seeing opportunities to help his faculty members grow. Mm -hmm. So because I was an instructor, he was like, okay, why don't we add this? How would you like to, you know, increase your resume and increase right. your skills and your... Broaden dreams? your reach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Um, because initially I was hired to just teach the basic course. So I taught five sections of 1545 Monday through Friday. Oh my God. That was my, that was what I was hired for. And I did that for two years. And then they started allowing, um, it was myself and another colleague, then they started allowing us to teach other courses. Right. Interpersonal, intercultural. And so then that grew. And then I was given the opportunity to be basic course director. You know, I complain sometimes about having to teach the same course every semester, but I can't imagine teaching five sections in one semester every day. My reviews, a lot of my reviews would say she didn't remember what she gave us versus the other class. You'd get so confused on right. some people, if the class ended early, okay, we'll get back to, to this tomorrow, but then the other class that ended on time, we got over it. So then when mm -hmm. we meet the next time, I would start all over again and be confused yeah. and it was boring it was just it was a lot it was a lot going on so now that I teach a variety of courses I only teach that 1545 course in the summer now oh good so I don't even teach it till the summer and it's online haven't totally escaped it not yeah not <laughs> <laughs> um how long have you been here I've been here about 14 years now 14 years mm -hmm. okay and you're working towards your PhD yes what's oh. that what's that all about I am working on my PhD at Kent State in um, cultural foundations with a focus on intercultural communications. And that has been a daunting eight-year task so mm. far. 
Are you close to finishing? I'm working on comprehensive exams right now, meaning I have to write an 80-page paper. I submitted it. They gave it back for revisions. So this final go-around with revisions, either I pass or I don't. Mm -hmm. If I pass, I go on to writing my dissertation, and once that's passed, then I graduate. Okay. So I'm closer now than I was the first time I walked into a class. You're you're over the hump. So I'm over the hump. I yeah. see the light at the end of the tunnel and I'm praying it's not a train coming towards me. <laughs> uh, you know, that's one thing. That's a, a typical uh, misconception of, of folks with... Uh, you know, faculty here or at other universities, like, you know, you're teaching full-time, you've been here for a while, plus you're getting your PhD, you've got a ton of things going on, it's not like yes. a nine-to-five. Not at you all. Know. I mean, the, in fact, uh, your entire world is education <laughs> in one facet or another. Exactly. How do you avoid burnout? I don't know how to stop. That's, how do I avoid not stopping yeah. is the problem um, because when I stop I tend to say yes again mm-hmm. and I don't ever get burned out but I mean I don't know the answer to that question because I never stop I think when I finally have that one Saturday where I sleep 24 hours until Sunday that's my burnout and then I keep moving I yeah. I always tell my son that, you know, you can sleep when you're, you're dead. You can yeah. stop when you're dead. <laughs> yeah. There's so many things to do, so much going on, and I'm trying to be a part of everything. Like right now, I'm a part of four different organizations with big things going on. Mm-hmm. So on top of my PhD, teaching full-time, being a solo mom, meaning I'm a mm-hmm. single mom, no help, I have four different organizations I'm working with, too. So I don't know. <laughs> I I know I'm burnout when I willingly do the dishes and don't <laughs> complain about it. <laughs> I feel you on that. I did that this morning and my wife was like, "Wow, you finished all of them and you didn't you didn't even tell me you're doing it." I'm like, "Yeah, I just uh, I don't even want to go to school today." <laughs> I'd rather stay when I want to stay home and do chores and mow the lawn. Things that means like that. you're burned out. Yeah, that means I'm burned out. But we've had a long semester. It seems like the spring semester is longer uh, this time around because they. I don't want to say they took days away from us, but we had a shorter Christmas break. Well, working on my comps, everything seems a lot faster <laughs> because That's I have fair. deadlines yeah. to adhere to. Yeah. So it's like, oh my goodness, can it be January still? Can we slow down? Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's flown by. Yeah. Other side, I would. I'm jealous. <laughs> you know. Um, okay. So, what are uh, what are some of the other things that you're involved in besides teaching here, being a doctoral student? Uh, what are some of the organizations you right now? With? I'm working with John Howe and the Youngstown Think Tank on the Advancing Education and Reducing Crime program. I'm actually a site coordinator, so I'm in charge of the MLK Elementary School site. I have to get all the volunteers, I have to make sure everything is organized, I have to set up, I have to make sure all the acts are coming. Mm. So that has been, that's actually happening this Saturday. So that has been running and ruining my, not ruining, running my no, world. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> running my world from day in and day out, just trying to coordinate everybody and coordinate everything. Joan, if you're listening, that's how she really feels. <laughs> no, you're no. You're ruining her. You're not ruining my <laughs> schedule. I love yeah. it. Yeah, but we were at a meeting last night, and they looked at me, and they said, there's a meeting tomorrow at 5.30. And I'm like, what, when did this get on the schedule? She goes, oh, right now. And so today, after I get done with doing Relay, because I'm mm-hmm. the department captain, I have to go over and do the meeting. Um, so that's that. I'm working on, um, I'm part of the planning committee for Do Yo Live. Okay. And so that 
Were you on that last year? No, no. I wasn't okay. on it last so year. So he's mixing went. it up this year. Okay. Yes. And so I, it's kind of, um, it's behind the scenes and moving a little slowly right now because the event isn't until August. Right. But, you know, I'm pulling in students. I'm getting in talent for uh, DJs and for the event. Mm-hmm. I'm pulling in um, volunteers and uh, students for internships. So that's not as hectic right at this moment. Right. I'm also involved in the um, Cardinal Mooney Minority Alumni Council, and we have begun to pull in different um, people who have graduated from Cardinal Mooney who are minorities to help support them to provide job opportunities, um, internships for people who are college students who have graduated from Mooney and their uh, mm-hmm. minorities. We also reach back and help the minorities who are at currently at Mooney. I mean, we're not... We don't discriminate. We help sure, everyone, but we provide avenues and information <coughs> for those who need it. So right now, we're just starting our organization. So we're working on the kickoff and the you know welcoming and the um, mm-hmm. registration, like registering people and. Is there a smaller minority population in Mooney? Oh yes. Oh, Even well, see, you're not from here. Yeah. So Cardinal Mooney is a Catholic school. Um, there's two major Catholic high schools in Youngstown, Mooney and Ursuline. And Mooney has um, probably about a 40 or 30, maybe a 30% minority rate at its school. So um, Out of the whole population? Out of the whole population. Okay. So it's, it's nice to have that support. And I know when I graduated from Mooney, there were 15 people of color in my mm-hmm. whole 120 graduating class. So you kind of do kind of feel kind of left out or, you know, not seeing people like yourself right you know what I mean right so we're just going back and helping and trying to just be a support to the school in whatever manner they need (coughs) Um, so yes right now we're just working on the kickoff so that's still not too too crazy and then I'm a dancer for Lindsay Renee Dance Theater and I'm also on her board um, of directors so we're getting ready for our performance in May which Mm -hmm. is in a few weeks uh, so with rehearsals for that, and as a board member, trying to find different avenues to get the name out there of LRDT and the performance, I'm doing that as well. She just finished her MFA, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I was in that performance that she oh, had okay. at the Soap Gallery. Cool. Yeah, cool. it was two nights in a row. <laughs> so you're juggling a lot, staying busy. Um, you said you have a son. What's his name? Jabril. Jabril James Jackson. He is a handful. Is social media superstar. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Courtesy of you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always posting stuff about him. He had his own little Jabril's words of wisdom that every Mm -hmm. so often I would post for him and he would say whatever. That started when he was about four. I haven't done it in a while, but I think I'm going to pick back up. And it's interesting to see what words of wisdom a four-year-old comes up with. I think we we could use some non-jaded, you know, cynical... Uh, advice. Definitely. Yeah, so bring it on. From a kid's perspective, they see the world in a true manner. Yeah. You know, we type try to edit ourselves, mm-hmm. but he just says whatever he wants to say. Yeah. So he's a handful. Um, <clears throat> he's a superstar. He's uh, nine years old. He's in fourth grade doing sixth grade work. Um, super, super intelligent. All the way, he's kind of like one of those super intelligent, almost dumb type of kids. Like, they're so, so smart. Um, The one great thing, or one thing that I battle with him is he has ADHD and ODD, which is Oppositional Defiant Disorder. Mm -hmm. 
So although he's this great kid and everyone sees him and he's wonderful, we he and I battle daily. Sure. You know what I mean? And everything, you know, put your shoes on. I don't want to put them on. Okay, don't put them on. But I want to put them on. Those are the battles that we have. Right. So that has been one of the most learning experiences I've mm -hmm. had in ever, ever. Just trying to figure out his disorders and how to deal with them. It's in my backpack, but I actually have an award for you for world's most patient mother. Oh, yeah. that's so sweet. <laughs> yes, yes, I probably have deserved that and won that time and time again. But yeah, but he's great. And I do, to help unwind is when I go and just, we walk in the park or we go yeah. play outside or we just, I become a kid, a nine-year-old with him. So that helps me to stay grounded and not too overwhelmed. That's great. Um, any summer plans with them? Going anywhere? Nothing as of yet. We're going to go to <coughs> Disney in October. So You're going to Disney? Can, yeah, because okay. we want to see the Halloween spectacles that they have yeah. going on. We've been to Disney twice, Okay. and he doesn't remember either time. Mm -hmm. We went when he was four and went when he was six. And so I was like, okay, we have to go so that you can remember. I'm paying all this money, yeah. and you don't remember it. But, yeah, so usually we'll find a beach. Every summer, I say, I'm not going anywhere, and then I'll do an impromptu somewhere mm -hmm. for a weekend, Florida or something. I was his age when I went to Disney World for the first time, and I remember it quite well, so good, I good. suspect he will as well. Okay, so wait to take your daughter until she's about nine. Well, you know what's funny about <laughs> that? Uh, it, we are actually taking her over Christmas. Aww. Um, and we know she won't remember it, but, you know, Aaron and I like to think of it as this, like, it's mini exposure. Right. So it's like, yeah, you may not remember it, but what you experience here may shape and form you to do or grow differently mm -hmm. in a positive way, of course. So um, she is uh, very, she has like an encyclopedic knowledge of all of the Disney characters <laughs> for not even being two years old yet. It's insane. But uh, yeah, we're taking her there. We're going to stay at Port Orleans, nice. which is where we stayed, uh, Aaron and I, for our honeymoons. So. Oh, how beautiful. Yeah. So make sure she does dinner with the characters. Yep. I had a friend email me all these planning tips, and I had everything planned, and it worked out nicely. Mm -hmm. And it's very magical when they're that little, because yeah. they believe that the characters are the characters. Oh, yeah. So, you know, right now, he'll probably go, oh, that's him dressed up or whatever, but he just his little eyes would light up every time he saw a character. He swore that that was whomever. Mm -hmm. um, he fell in love with Jasmine, the princess, because she kept hugging him and uh, holding him. And oh, that's sweet. It was nice. It was nice. Yeah. I can't wait to go. I have, I have a bad <clears throat> I love it. Um, it's fun for everyone, really. But mm -hmm. uh, it... By the way, this podcast episode is not sponsored by Disney World. <laughs> so, Disney World, if you're listening, uh, we will happily take a sponsorship in the form there of uh, some grant money or something like that. <laughs> uh, grant money, of course, to go to your resorts. Um, so, uh, I want to I want to come back to the education day. Okay. Uh, how did you How did you meet John? I'm trying to think. I had a friend. <laughs> Who had met John and he was like hey you need to get in on this and mm -hmm. so he introduced me to John and I went to a Youngstown think tank meeting and we met and then he did the uh, uh, operation paint paintbrush where he mm -hmm. painted the houses and my friend and a couple other people we went out and planted flowers for the uh, 
Operation Peyton first okay. event. And that's when I got to talking to John and told him I wanted to be a part of this event. Now, just a little side note, the education event, I had been telling John since October, September, September, October, November, kept emailing him, John, I want to be a part. John, I want to be a part. What do I need to right. do? He never really would email me back. He says, okay, I'll give you some information. Never said a word. About three weeks ago, mind you, the event is next week. About three weeks, four weeks ago, he says, hey, want to help out and be a site coordinator? Uh. <laughs> and do everything? So, you know, yeah. it was just really interesting. I was like, you know, had you brought me in earlier, mm-hmm. you know, I could at least, but I just, you know. And he's been calling you every night. He has. Yeah. I, I talked to John and text John. Actually, we're meeting after this to pass out flyers, so. Um, yeah, one of the, one of our peers in, in that project, Maria, was telling me he, you know, he was calling her every night because you know it's a big yeah, it's a big, big endeavor. So uh, I told her I'm like, if you if you if you need to decompress a little bit, just put your phone on airplane mode and <laughs> just ignore his calls. It's okay. Right. Things will get done. We'll make it happen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I I like the the concept behind the event, particularly how it unites these four schools in common activities right. um, and and John and company have been really great at leveling it up right. I mean just this morning I woke up there's a picture of John's bright smiling <laughs> face and he's like hey guess what 16 uh, tablets right uh, yes yes I've, uh, the nooks nooks yeah mm-hmm. the nooks uh, 16 nooks just to give out to people. That's and it's awesome. wonderful because people are donating money. It's yeah. not coming out yeah. of his pocket. Well, he is giving some from his own pocket, but people left and right are donating money, and that's why we're able to buy. They're actually trying to buy more nooks. Oh, really? Uh, we're, Good. We're looking at the food costs and things like that and what money we have left over, and we're trying to get it so that we can give a nook away every hour. At mm. every site. Wow, okay. So, yeah, it's been really good. I mean, I've been in education all my life. Mm. Um, truthfully, I was a radio TV production person. Okay. And I was going to go produce TV and produce movies yeah. and stuff. And I swore that I would never get into education. My mom's a teacher. My aunt's a teacher. <laughs> my other aunt taught here at YSU. Okay. And I was like, I'm not going into education. I'm going to be an actress, dancer, and produce TV and movies and films. I actually worked as an engineer at tw- 27 for about five years. Okay. And then I was like, huh, I don't like, as an engineer, you're playing with machines. And I love to talk. And I love people. And I was like, yeah, there aren't enough people for me to deal with. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be in front of camera because I saw... How news reporters, they go through a lot. You know, someone dies and you have to stay and talk to their family. I couldn't do that. So I was like, okay, what else can I do? I said, oh, PR. So I went to NYU and majored in communications with the emphasis on PR. And I did PR for Disney Cruise Lines. Here's Disney again. Um, Bobby Brown Cosmetics, Absolute Vodka. And it was great. But the thing that I learned was the hours weren't 9 to 5. No, no. They definitely aren't. In service industries like that, absolutely not. Yeah, and I wanted to get married and have a kid, and I was Mm. like, when it's my child's birthday, I want to be able to plan a birthday party. But I saw, like, with certain clients, they come in, and there's a kickoff that weekend, and then your birthday party is gone to the wind. So, you know, I was And they're at home with their families while you're busting your ass. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, what else can I do? So I came back here to Youngstown. I was actually in a feature film called Uninvited Guest with Mackay Pfeiffer, Kim Fields, cool. really big names. 
that was cool. I did PR and acting on that film. But then I was like, <clears throat> okay, now what do I do? Yeah. So I started substitute teaching. And I taught for five years. And I kept getting full-time positions. So what that meant was they would put me in a space where someone had a baby and they'd be out for the rest sure. of the school year. Yeah, long-term sub Long-term sub, yeah. yeah. And I had four of those over my five-year span of subbing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I like this. Mm-hmm. And I applied to YSU because I was like, yeah, I like kids, but I want to teach on the collegiate level. Sure. And I got a letter saying, sorry, we're not hiring right now, but we'll keep your resume on file and you always think okay they just toss it in the trash Mm -hmm. they'll never call a year later they called me and they were like we need to hire you we're looking for a part-time faculty and a full-time faculty member wow Um, are you interested and I was like yeah well maybe the part-time because I am teaching and they're like no you're not allowed to um, go for the part-time we need you for the full-time and I was like but you said the and they said just ignore that we said that they called me in. I had an interview. Uh-huh. I was doing training the next week and taught the week after. Wow. It was crazy. That accelerated that quickly. Went. Right. Yeah. And so here <clears> I am <throat> in education, although I tried to run to the left. So mm-hmm. So that was around 2003 that mm-hmm. that was going on? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. I haven't looked back since. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's actually a lot of fun to teach here. Uh, I, I enjoy myself and the interactions with the, the students and the community. It's kind of interesting, our, our positions where we have all of this flexibility to, to move and transition into different projects or right. different things. You don't get that variety with a lot of positions. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I love. I love yeah. And I love working with my students. And I'm always pulling my students into every project I do. I have at least two or three students who are right alongside of me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it is nice to have that flexibility. And I love, I actually, I know this is going to sound, I'm not trying to brown nose anyone, but I love coming to work. Mm-hmm. Because I love my students. they It's different every day. They keep you on your toes. Yeah. They're comical and a handful all in one. And it's just, it's it's really nice. Um, I don't know why this just popped into my head, but uh, last Halloween, did you have a student run into your classroom in like a full green man outfit no. tossing out candy? <laughs> no. All right. Well, if that happens again, he's one of mine. Okay. So, uh you know, if if it if it disrupts things, uh, I, I'll give you his name. But we love candy, so oh, we yeah. wouldn't mind. <laughs> yeah, it all depends on the on the right kind of candy, though. I think he was giving out like those. Uh, I, I forget they're um, nerds. So, oh, yeah, something like that. Like no, you no. need chocolate. No, you need chocolate. You got to <laughs> do it right. Absolutely. So. Um, so you're teaching here, your PhD is almost done, you've got all of these activities going on, you're taking care of your boy, uh, do you find time to sleep? Um, I sleep probably about four hours, three hours a night. Really? Yeah. Wow, okay. I do right. sleep. I, wow. I don't sleep willingly. Yeah. Oftentimes I fall asleep on my computer or leaned over with the computer next to me and papers mm-hmm. next to me, so it's not like I literally just climb in bed and just go to sleep, but I do sleep. You should get more sleep. <laughs> Fine, so, so, so you're only teaching one class over the summer. Two. Two. Two sections of fifteen forty-five. So both yes. both sessions. Yeah. No. Okay. No. No. Just one Just session. The one. Okay. I give myself a break second session. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, that's, that's one of the nice things that we've got in our contract. There, right. You know? I love it. Um, you know, uh, despite the fact that I don't live in Youngstown, I find I'll 
I find myself coming up here once or twice a week throughout the summer mm -hmm. just because of all the things going on. There's so many things yeah. going on. I don't think people realize how many activities go on. Oh, yeah. Even like this weekend, Federal Frenzy, Advancing Education, Reducing Crime Day, March for Science. Oh, wow's having uh, an uh, Earth Day yes. event. Yes. So yeah. they're having something for at the YMCA for kids, uh, indoor, outdoor, fun day. They're having the Youngstown Flea. That's right, the flea. Sorry, Derek. So there's a ton of things going on this weekend. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to try to hit everything, or are you just going to... I'm the site coordinator. I have so to you stay can't put. leave. Yeah, I have you to can't stay leave. from 9 to 6, and then we're doing a peace march from 6 to 7, so... Right, right. It'll be a long day. And then the secret invite-only John Howell hosted after party, right? Um, I think John is going to go to sleep somewhere. <laughs> we're going to find him curled up in somebody's corner somewhere sleeping. Now, John does not sleep. I know he does he not does, sleep. He's got way too much energy. So, you know, you might want to just like, hey, why don't we go do this after party <laughs> thing I heard about? Well, I can't do that because my child has to sing in choir the next day. Oh, uh, so okay. We have okay. Relay on Friday, Advancing Education Saturday, uh, Church on Sunday. Is he going to volunteer? Is he going to help you out? Yeah, he'll be there the whole day. Great. Yes, Great. he'll either be driving me crazy, participating, or helping. So one of the three he'll yeah. do. Um, you have uh, one of the uh, blue City View t-shirts. Mm -hmm. You're actually, you're like the only person that will have a blue one and a yellow one. Oh. Because we're having yellow shirts at that event. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, they look really nice. Oh, I need something because John is not giving us shirts. Our shirts are for our ambas ambassadors. Really? Well, the the shirts, the yellow, the yellow ones? Yeah. Those are for our ambassadors. Oh, okay. So what happens is the... Um, but I might just get one. Yeah, just... I'm just in. Distract them. Right. Because those are the shirts that if the kids need someone, yeah. they know these are the safe people that we can go to. Because if they're not there with their parents, sure. who do they, they turn to? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah that's a good idea. Well, um, just sneak one. I will. Yeah. I think I will. I need we should have made like a different colored for, for the, the team, the, not the teams, but the site coordinator. Right. What's your favorite color? Red. Red. Okay, I'll do red ones because this event is bound to happen again. <laughs> Definitely. Without a doubt. Um, cool. Okay, so um, were you born and raised in Youngstown? We didn't cover that. I was born and raised here. Really? Yep. Okay. I went to elementary school. Whole family's here. Bennett and all that. Yep. Well, my whole family born and raised. Yeah. Um, and now everyone moved out of town to Columbus. Okay. Or San Antonio, Texas. I'm the only one left here. That's the funny part. We've lived mm. here all... Like, we created a church. I've had um, uncles and aunts who... Like, my uncle was one of the first black judges here. Wow. My other uncle was one of the first black attorneys here. So, <coughs> we, like, really we have roots here. But then everybody left, and I'm the only one here. Hmm. <laughs> Go figure. I know. Strange, right? I'm going to be in Columbus in October. I'll, I'll hit you up and see if I can stay with one of your relatives. <laughs> I don't know if you want to do that. <laughs> okay. That's why I'm still here, not Columbus. You know what? Fair enough. Need not say more. Need not say more. Well, um, thank you for your time talking with us today. And um, anything anything else you want to add? Any parting thoughts um, for our listeners? No, just make sure you guys come out to all the events in Youngstown. You'll probably see me. I bumped into some lady and she says, I see you at everything. You're involved in so much. But why sit home and be bored? Right. You know, right. get out, enjoy it. You know, uh, that's such a great point. I was thinking about 
Uh, I was having an existential moment in the car ride home to, to Pittsburgh the other day, and I was thinking about how our house is completely swarmed with toys from <laughs> uh, the grandparents spoiling my right. daughter. And it's just like, I don't want anything. Like, I don't want things anymore. I just want to have these great experiences. Right. So, like, instead of, like, buying a new video game or something like that, like, let's take that money and, like, actually go have a really cool experience or right. something like that. And speaking to, to what you had just said about come out to these events and support them, get involved in them, too. Yes. Uh, because the experiences you have building things with people is just as rewarding and fun, if not more, than going to the event that they produce. It's great to make these connections. Yeah. It's so wonderful. A lot of the people that I talk to and deal with and a lot of a lot of the organizations that I'm a part of just stem from me going and talking to people and saying, you know, giving out my card, getting their card, and mm -hmm. then being willing to volunteer on their next Yep. You know, initiative. So yes, I told my son. I said, "You are the one of the per, one of the youngest people who know the most people of Youngstown because you go to every event. Mm -hmm. Because wherever I'm at, he's there, and so everyone knows him. Yeah. So hopefully, he'll grow up and he'll create events and help Youngstown to grow too. And you know, one thing I like about uh, his interactions with all variety age of people is that um, they're gonna influence him basically. Uh, when when I was growing up, I I have a huge family, but all of my all the cousins that I have are older than me. Mm. So I was always younger, and they were a bit you know dispersed broadly throughout the region. So I spent a lot of time with adults, okay. my parents, my grandparents, my aunts, my uncles, um, and I found that like I was I had like a higher form of vocabulary, and I right. had different expressions, or I thought differently. And I like the idea of you know with someone like your son at his age getting exposed to all these different people is going to help him grow and mature definitely. hopefully quicker and you know uh, in a more meaningful way definitely definitely yeah. as opposed to just being isolated and yeah and just surrounded by young kids or not seeing the world mm -hmm. I want him to see the world and I want him to and that's hard being an only child too right I yeah. want him to have that impact to say you know look at what my mom's doing for our town I love our town so maybe mm -hmm. I can do things for our town you know what I mean I don't Absolutely. want him to want to just move away yeah you know. Yeah. Move away, get some experience, and then see come the world, kind of like back. I did. Yeah. yeah. Go away, yep. come back, and yep. and watch your city. And and up. bring back with you what you learned, and and Definitely. help the city flourish. So, well, I have no doubt that he will uh, exceed your expectations there. Sure. So, well, thank you for your time, Jay. Really appreciate it, thank and um, we'll talk to you all later. All right.